Welcome, guys, to another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. And um, I'm so excited. I, and I know I say this at the top of every single interview, but I really am excited because I get to talk to some great people. I'm talking to another amazing person today. She's an actress, producer, wife, super mom, entrepreneur, and women's advocate. And if that isn't enough, she's also starring in the new Lifetime movie, Death Saved My Life, alongside her sister, Megan Good. And I'm so excited she's here with me now. And I won't belabor this any longer. Lamaya Good, welcome to Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. Thank you so much. That was the best intro. I just no, feel like people so deserve good, good energy and good intros. Yeah, no, it was really good. And I really appreciate it. And you acknowledge some things that, you know, like the mom part. I'm like, hey, I, you know, I do that often. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty important. So I thank you. I appreciate it. It's no problem. And you do it so well. And it's funny. That was like my first question for you. I have, I don't have children, but I have a lot of friends and family members who are parents mm-hmm. and they talk about the homeschooling and even with the little ones that aren't in school yet, how challenging that can be with everything that's going on with this quarantine. How have you been managing motherhood, marriage, and business? You know, um, it's funny because I ask myself that every day. Uh, I would have to say, honestly, um, just trying to prioritize and I'm managing by making sure I keep a little piece of, of the day for myself. Yeah. So that I'm not too crazy. Um, And, you know, just asking God to get me through the day because it's just one of those things, you know, that you can't do on your own. It's it's so much that pandemic. When I first had to do the home study with Eric and we was Mm -hmm. doing. (laughs) Ma'am, I said, we need to pay these teachers more. We really do. We really do. Because this is hard. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, I think just prioritizing, um, praying and taking a moment for myself. I think it's really important. Do you ever have mommy guilt? You mentioned taking a moment for yourself. If you do experience that, how do you work yourself through that and give yourself the grace enough to be like, Hey, I might feel this way in the moment, but I need this time for me to be the best for my kids and for my husband. I think you just said it right there. I remind myself that I do need this time because when I'm all over the place and I'm divided and I'm frazzled because it's easy to start your day, you know, well, shoot, kids, it ain't easy to start your day, <laughs> you know, on one level, but, you know, it's, it's so easy to just get so um, just anxious and stressed mm-hmm. that, you know, I do have to remind myself that if I'm not okay, nobody's going to be okay. And the ship don't run on this side. You know, me and my husband both have responsibilities that make it work together collectively. And it's like, you know, um, I got to be okay in order to pull my, do my thing. Yeah. (laughs) One of the things that I think is so cool, because I'm the oldest of three girls, is just the relationship that you and Megan have. And what I think is even more beautiful is that you figured out a way to be sisters, but also to be business partners. And sometimes that can be challenging for people to enter into business with their family. Was there a moment in time that you recall where you were like, you guys were like, okay, we love each other. We sisters, we close, but we can also do this TV and movie thing. We can make this work. You know what? We started so young in the business. My mom had us both doing it. So we were already both in that mode of like, this is what I do. This is what I love. You know, I'm an actress, yeah. and, you know, but as we got older and we started coming into more like um, the phase of our life where we wanted to hone in on our purpose and our direction. And we 
noticed how every time we're together, there's so much impact with young women, there's so much influence. And then on our own individually, that we both have a heart, a real heart for young women and the next generation and where are we going and what we put, we, uh, you know, how we take up space and in, in, in time in this earth. So as we started noticing, like, we both just have this thing. This is like, God is telling us to go this way. It, it was a time where, you know, we recognized that we need to put more energy into doing stuff together because mm -hmm. of the impact that it has, because, you know, Megan's a little more politically correct and, you know, <laughs> you know, and Megan is one of the nicest, most humblest people you'll ever meet. Um, but she does have that flip side and I'm just that flip side living out loud <laughs> and, and I'm the other way as well on, on her side. So, you know, it works. And I think we connect to um, a lot of these young women with just that difference. And when yeah. they see us together, getting along and loving each other and supporting each other, it's just so much impact. And it says so much about sisterhood and relationship and, and a different way to look at it than what society tries to give us. I absolutely agree. And I wanna stay on the hearts of young women for just a second, cause mm -hmm. I think it's important when you think about your purpose, both you know yours individually and collectively with Megan, can you speak to, to some of the heart conditions that you feel like young women right now are dealing with that God has purposed you guys to really mm. help to heal? That is so good. That is so good. Heart conditions. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I don't think much has changed. It's just evolved and gotten worse over time because all of us women are definitely suffering from home issues, abandonment issues, father issues, um, but not just to that um really knowing our worth um understanding that it is not with learning to love ourselves and everything that we come with some heart conditions are accepting behavior that is less than what we deserve being in relationships that are less than what god intends for us um you know competition you know competitive spirit uh a nasty spirit towards um, other women, you know what I mean? But yeah. all of this, I understand these may be conditions, but there's a root to all of this. You can't yes. judge, you can't make assumptions. You can't just put a perception on somebody based mm -hmm. off of the condition. You have to know that there's a root. And so all of these issues, you know, stem from not really understanding who you are in God, not really understanding the, the unconditional love yeah. that that will build you and accept you, accept you for all of the bruises, all the scars, and just starting in here first. So, you know, our thing with young women is to really open up their eyes to a different way of living, to expose them to resources instead of, you know, I got this over here, I'm doing, you know, expose yeah. them to different ways of interacting with women, different ways of interacting with men. You know, and so I think being transparent with our experiences and being open and wanting to listen and not judge, also facing yeah. them without judgment. I think these are all things that, you know, tools in our box that we use to help us connect. 
Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I, I totally agree with you. And we see some of these dots connecting, even in, in your new Lifetime movie, Death Saved My Life. And I want to kind of dive into that a bit. Yeah. You know, we look at this woman played by your sister who is going through this very abusive marriage and literally has to take some steps of desperation to mm -hmm. save her own life. Um, how do you think this film speaks to how it goes when a woman has finally had enough? You know, what I love about this film, because you're going to see Jade's, Megan's character, Jade, evolve through this from a broken place to taking authority, to taking her power back yeah. and making decisions and, and deciding to have a change, you know? And I think this film also brings to light a lot of people are living in dark places. It may look all good, the perfect husband, the perfect life, the perfect this, the perfect that, because that's what, the, what you see on social media. Yeah. But let's address behind those closed doors, there's some people that are dealing with some very vicious wars. Yeah. And to shed light on that and to share a story that has a different outcome has a different choice that was made. I think that speaks to women and lets them know, you know, I can choose something different. Yes, it may be hard. Yes, I may be scared to death. Maybe I'm fear for my life, yeah. but you know, courage is not the absence of fear. It's deciding to do it anyways. So just take some courage and saying, hey, anything can be better <laughs> than this. And I think this film really sheds light on that journey. Yeah. And like you said, at an act of desperate, I just can't do this no more. I have a child that adds a layer to it. And then um, it addresses a lot of issues though, because also with my character, Lee, I, I suffer you know, from bipolar disorder. And so there's oftentimes um, a stereotype or a perception that comes along with people with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, coming into it, I definitely uh, wanted to show a different side humanize yes it's just everyday people we all go through things we all have a time where we can't cope and manage you know and it's just sometimes people need different tools and that's what it is you know and then the sisterhood bond there's so many elements that they really lifetime did a really good job of uh shining a light on to make sure that these messages come across you know so i i I think they did a great job. I think the story is definitely going to speak to a lot of women um, and men. Yeah. You know, I, I do think it's going to speak to them and give them some empowerment. Some, hey, I'm not alone. This yeah. stuff happens to other people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so interesting. It's almost paradoxical to think about your character, your the sister, who obviously is somebody that your sister, who's going through her own level of trauma, is relying on. So it's almost like we're all broken. We all have our, our crosses to bear, but we still all need each other in a very real way. Can you speak to that dynamic as it relates to Black women, sisterhood, and fellowship? You know, I think that if we were more transparent, but also there has to be that space of trust. You don't just go telling anybody. There has to be somebody that you can trust but you also have to be honest and transparent and we cannot do anything on our own yeah well since we came to this into this world we had help from our mother because you can't we can't do this alone and it does speak to such an important part of the recovery process having somebody to talk to having somebody to hold you accountable somebody yeah. to hold the mirror up and not end up pointing your finger way but to say hey you this is what you said you wanted this is what you said you need 
I'm just going to hold you accountable to getting there. We all need those people. And I think that's what sisterhood is about. You know, accountability, love, support, seeing things in your friends or your sisters that others may not see talents, you know, yeah. encouraging them and saying, you know what, I'm your number one fan, encouraging them to be the best version of themselves. That is so important. And I'm so lucky and honored. And like you said, you have sisters, you know that how important, you know, when you have a good relationship and bond, I attribute to a lot that I've learned in this life and a lot to the woman who I am today because of this relationship. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent, you know, um, everything is, is magnified. Everything good is magnified when you have that friendship, that sisterhood, that, you know, all the victories, you know, when you're down, you don't have to stay there by yourself. Yeah. So I, I think that this film and, you know, people don't know the backstory of Jade and Lee's relationship, because like I said, Lee does suffer from bipolar. She was gone for 10 years, took mm-hmm. off. And so at this time, even though they are rebuilding their relationship, there's still always that sisterhood and that bond, yeah. no matter what space and time. Yes, there's some work to be done, but I'm going to stand behind you a thousand percent. I'm going to be here when you need it most. And I think they really showed that element. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of sisterhood and that element, Lamaya, having to play, I need you to take me into your into your mind, body, and spirit. Having to play the sister of your real sister who's going through this level of trauma in this movie, where do you have to, it's kind of twofold for me. Yes. What do you have to tap into? And also, what do you have to expel in order to, to play this role in the way that you needed to play it? So... There's a lot of scenes with Megan and I where they're very emotional and there has to be a root and a connection. And what I loved about those scenes and those moments were we were able to take from some emotional and traumatic things in our own lives that we've dealt with that only her and I know. Mm -hmm. And so behind the dialogue, there is that connection and that experience and that we're, we're bringing together with the words, but we were having a conversation all in the eyes, mm. all in the thought, all in the heart. And so we were able to pull from our toolbox of those experiences that we shared, which you don't get to do often when you were playing somebody else's, another actor's sister or brother, you know, you have to pull from that box, but also, you know, get to know more about them. And it's just a different kind of build. So yeah. for us, it was so instant and automatic that it just, it, it, it read so, so beautifully. It was just like a dance, you know, and, and then also, you know, taking those same experiences where people have wronged my sister, you know, using those things to just kind of get that energy for Chike, you know, for Ed, (laughs) Ed, you know, so I, I found that, you know, the thing with acting, you really have to be in it you have to connect you have to emotionally um find an attachment and so i was able to pull from my toolbox of different experiences and you know both bringing in and pushing out you know i had stuff so let me dig in here (laughs) i got that one okay you know i just slammed this man's foot in the door thing you know thinking about you know just people wrong my sister i'm like oh yeah let me get it out acting is therapy it really is 
And that's it interesting. Really I, I was I was gonna ask you about that. That like you have these cathartic therapeutic experiences on one end, but on the other end, how do you purge when this is over when this movie is over with, when this character is over with, how do you purge in a healthy way to be like, okay, we're we're done. Let me let because there may be a situation that comes up that you haven't healed from, but yeah. you go there to play the character. So how Absolutely. do you work through that? And just you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because that some of those scenes that we were talking about, when you revisit. There was other revelations. And like I said, even though there were no words then and there, we were doing the dialogue and we were in the scene and in the moment of where this relationship was at, there was things that came up. There was, you know, and, and the thing is after, for, for me, I have to, my, and my sister, we work with in a way that we have to let it go after. Once we go to our trailer, it's funny, we had a complete meltdown. We cried and then we laughed. I'm talking about, we didn't say anything. We looked at each other and we started bawling, crying. And then we started laughing like hysterically. Wow. And that was our release. That was our moment. And, you know, we just kind of discussed like, yeah, oh my God, you knew that you felt that, you know? So it was just such a beautiful moment. Um, and for me, I have to let it go after the scene because I'm the crazy type, like with Chica and Ed <laughs> on those scenes, you know, I really, I, I'm like, I, I got to let it go. I got to, and so working with people, you know, such great actors and set, having such good um, cast members and, and crew, yeah, it, it was easy to, to, to bring it back down and say, okay, I let it out. I let it go. I left it there. Yeah. And now I can pull it back. You know what I mean? But it was such a, a beautiful experience. That's why I love working with, with my sister. It's just those moments are priceless. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's that's super dope and beautifully stated. Thanks. And, you know, you're not this isn't your first go go round, as you stated. You've been acting for for quite some time. And um, <laughs> as I as I think about that, I want to ask you, what's been your favorite role to play? And as you move forward in your career, what's one role that you would love to play? Oh, these are good. And it's so funny because I'm so ready to get back at it. You know, I took my little, uh, just building my life and prioritizing. And, you yeah. know, my family is definitely first. And I just wanted to take time, you know, in my marriage, in raising my kids. Yeah. Just to find who I, who that part of me is, because I haven't ever explored that before now. So now that I'm back and ready to go and I feel like, okay, where are we at? Where the role is at? Um, but not just that, making my own roles. You know, I have things uh, in the works for myself, but um, I would have to say my favorite character so far is probably one you guys haven't seen yet, but um, I played this character named Fabiola on this new uh, show that'll be coming out. Uh, they are, I guess, thank you. They Yay. just got, uh, they just got their deal. So we'll, we'll that's a whole nother thing, but uh, we shot the pilot for it. And I'm actually like a comedian. I really like doing funny stuff. I don't get a lot of like funny stuff yet. Yeah. I haven't done, I did a play where I got to play a really good character opposite of Carl Payne named Tina, which was, I actually really love that role too. But, <laughs> um, you know, I love the dynamics of this. She's a boss chick, okay? She's the number one um, uh, fashion uh, blogger and site uh and she is just, she's, she's erratic. She's bossy. She's somewhere in there really 
wanting it all like a love life and everything but you don't yeah. see that side of her all you're seeing is like you know this chick that knows what she wants has a mouth of a you know she'll <laughs> say exactly how she feel oh lord one of the lines um stop with the swisher sweets because the lips were black okay just like that's a hot mess she was like the liners too you know just funny <laughs> stuff but I really enjoyed the you know that she was a boss but she was also outspoken and I think there's a part of me that is uncouth and and not very articulate when I say how I feel so it was mm -hmm. a chance to like word vomit that with that character wow. which I, it was just so fun um and like i said to, there was there's dynamics to her and levels but i really enjoyed that you know i love comedy i didn't know it but i really really enjoy comedy even physical comedy you know what i mean i did that play it was called um uh married but single and it yeah. was so good and I love those physical moments, you know, so I really hope to do more comedy in the future. Um, but I guess a role that I would be, that I would love to do, you know, I've always wanted to do like a villain, like an action oh, villain cool. some type of, yeah, you know? And even if it's not a villain, I want to do some action badass chick guns i could see you it. know with my muscles you know <laughs> show my little show my guns my other guns you know what i mean uh yeah i want to do i want to do something some action i think that's that's my next like if i got to do a film or something with a lot of action i love that i think it's gonna happen and i heard you say something you dropped a little gem when you, were, when you first started answering the question, when you talked about taking the time away to be a mom and a wife, and you said something about finding yourself, mm -hmm. what part of yourself did you find in motherhood and marriage? I found a selflessness. I didn't think that was in me for sure. I've always been a, like what I need person kind of first. Mm -hmm. um, I also found that I'm so much more than just an actress and um you know, what I do. And I've always known that. I guess I just didn't know to what capacity. Um, I learned that I, my heart needs um, my family, my children, my husband, like in a way that, you know, I never thought, I always thought I could be the type of woman, if I, if I get married or not, I'm good. I'm good. That's just, mm. I'm good. That's the type of woman I am. I've always had to boss up. And, and, but there's a softness that I found in myself, like a, just such a nurturing layer to myself. I've always been good with my friends. Like I am the mama Maya, they always call me mama Maya. Every, <laughs> you know, my sing group back in the day, mama Maya, all that good stuff. But there's a level of nurturing um, and I am a lot softer and I'm allowed to be a lot more emotional and I've learned to be gentler and kinder to myself mm -hmm. um, in, by doing it for them. Wow. Uh, so there's just been so many things that along this journey and how much it makes me thrive. I really, really enjoy it. I'm like, I like <laughs> to do the dishes and clean up like this and make it look like, you know, it looks bomb. My little layout, interior design. Oh, you know, this is like, this is so new. 
So I learned a lot about myself, you know, I've always just been so on the edge, you know, and I just learned that there really is a softer side to me that has so many layers, which I love. And I found new things that I like to do. That's you know what dope. I mean? So Absolutely. So we got the softer side, mom, marriage, but you're also a businesswoman. You have said boss up a few times. So let us not be deceived. Absolutely. And- <laughs> And when we talk, I've had some conversations with some entrepreneurs over the last few months when I've been doing interviews about, you know, the pandemic has put us in a place where entrepreneurship is a sexy thing now. Everybody wants to start their own business and all that kind of stuff. But you're somebody who's been doing this for quite some time. Mm-hmm. What has been the importance for you in merging all of your gifts? When you talk about fashion, television, mm-hmm. movies, advocacy, to kind of merge and create these opportunities for you to monetize successfully. You know, I think in this day and age, you have to be uh, multifaceted. You know, at one point, it was like, I just want to be an actress or I just want to do this music. And I realized that it's so limiting, especially when it comes to business. Why wouldn't I utilize all of the experience that I've had in fashion because of the acting and, and, and why wouldn't I utilize Um, all of the skills from the acting, you know, I did open um, my acting company, the acting experience during the pandemic, like all of these other things um, and skills that I've picked up along the way have absolutely, it gives you so many more avenues um, because nowadays you got to have more than one business. You, you you know, you need to peel out and, and definitely blossom yourself. So I think having all these different um, skills and trades and and bringing them together has definitely makes it makes me stand out. You know, it's a lot of um, I can go anywhere. What makes you unique? So when I have a chance to combine all those elements, that makes it unique in itself. You're not just getting one thing. Yeah. You know, you know that when you come to this brand, there's so many elements the parenting, mom life, the, you know, the beauty and fashion, the uh, acting and the skills and the techniques, you know, so there's just a lot of layers to it, you know? Absolutely. And as we kind of round this thing out, yeah, I would love to get for you to share your advice to women who may be in a position where they're trying to work their way out of something. And I'm thinking about the film, but I'm also just thinking about what's happening with women just in the world around us right now. So keeping that in mind, what would be your advice to women who may be going through a situation where they're trying to get out of it, whatever that situation may be, or they're trying to, to make a shift in their career, or they're trying to let go of a toxic relationship, just trying to have a new start and, and, and function in life in a more prosperous and holistic, healthy way. What would be your advice to them? You know, um, when I started my, my journey to to find myself before the motherhood, before all that, you know, um, out of relationships. I think that is the number one. You have to set out to reconnect with yourself. You need to set out to heal yourself. You need to set out to put yourself first. And But you have to make the decision first to do that. Mm-hmm. You have to commit to yourself first. First and foremost, you need to commit to yourself you need to take the journey. Um, and, you know, for me, I made a decision to set my eyes on God and really focus on who does he say I am? Hmm. How does he 
love because the type of love that we've experienced here is so um so shallow you know outside of you know our mom and dad and sometimes not even that so yeah people don't even have that but i you know commit to the process um commit to yourself and when i say commit to yourself that doesn't mean it put god first because he's going to put you first mm. so you know on that journey i started to just look at his word more pray more be by myself more um look at myself more in the mirror. You know, there's a lot of stuff I didn't like about myself then. Um, and I found out that those things were really from the inside out. I thought it was like a physical thing. And as I began to love in a different way and learn how and see how God sees me, I used to ask myself, there was this one point, I don't know where I got it from, but I used to look in the mirror and ask myself, um, who does God say you are? Hmm. what does God say you are and then um I would say Lord allow me to see myself as you see me and I would say that every morning Lord allow me to see myself how you see me I'll look in the mirror I and I really want to know <laughs> what I look like to you you know because sometimes do I look like phone now um, <laughs> but I definitely, you know, I, I think it's just going on a journey to better yourself, putting yourself first, because a lot of times in these things, like you said, it could be the relationship holding you back. Yeah. It could be that job that you just stuck at and, you know, you need to make a change. Yeah. You need to go after what fills your heart. You need to find out what your purpose is. Go after your purpose and everything else will fill out around it. And I found that too. Once I started figuring out what my purpose is. I'm sorry. And I'm so long with it. Girl. No, like, this is good. This is, okay. this is great. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a Libra. I like to talk, but once <laughs> I figured or started focusing on my purpose, then stuff started to come together. Stuff started to come together. Stuff started to make sense. Opportunities started to come my way that filled my spirit mm. and, and sustained me financially. And, you know, um, allowed me to do the things that I love to do. So those are a lot in the toolbox. I might have to just put a little box together. Find oh, yourself. that's good. That's good. Oh, I think that's good. And I, I, I got to ask you, I know, I know we're running low on time, but I want to ask you this. At what point in that journey where you're, where you're finding yourself, when you're tapping more into to what God has for you, when you're seeking out purpose in a very real way, did fear leave? Anxiety, worry. Were you able to kind of relax into knowing, all right, as I pursue my passion, as I pursue what God has for me, as I pursue him, I can release some of the anxieties and fears and then ease into some of the blessings that he has for me. Was there ever a, a time that you can recall during that process where you kind of let go of some of that? Yeah, I think when I focused on him, I was no room to really be filled with fear or anxiety because my focus, like every worship praise and worship on your own <clears throat> when you're in that space it's like you're so focused on what you're doing that everything else that you were doing before that it's it just fills that space and time yeah. so the more I dove into it it's just like it just started to slowly peel away the more I pressed into it even when I was scared that pressing <clears throat> yeah it continued to melt away and it was melting away because 
God was honoring me because I was honoring him. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, like I said, it started, the fear started to come off because stuff started coming my way. I'm like, oh, this opportunity to do it out of and make some money. <laughs> it's my fear. I'm like, shoot, I'm like, you know, my sister got to, you know, pay these yeah. bills and, you know, so, you know, he began to reveal to me, you know, um, that I didn't have to do it alone and I ain't got to worry about it. Just going, yes, I might not have the answer every day, but as long as I believe and I hope and I trust and I walk in faith, I'm good. Well, you have been a true testament and a personification <laughs> of that. And I just want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with me and all the amazing work that you've done on screen through your advocacy, so many great things. And I wish you continued success and health and prosperity to you and your family. How can people stay connected with you? All the great work you're doing, the show that's coming out that I'm sitting here like, man, I wish <laughs> I knew the show was. You know, it's- I- it was crazy. My cousin directed it, Dijon. You know, we have a, a yeah, talk show. Yeah, me, yeah, Dijon. cousin talk, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, so me, Megan, and Dijon, he actually directed it, um, and they just got their deal, so they're, they're, they're working that situation out, so I don't have all the details, uh, or else I would share, but we'll come back to that. Yeah, I have to bring you, you got to come back and share, because that's really I great. I would love, I would love to, um, and then, you know, just Lamaya Good, at everything, Twitter, Instagram. I hate, I don't do the Facebook. I just got it because somebody has stolen. I got it back just to have, you know, just to have it. So whatever posts on Instagram, posts on Facebook. And then, uh, and theactingexperience.com. Well, you guys have a lot of opportunities and different avenues to tap in with Lamaya. So make sure you do that. Lamaya, thank you so much for hanging out with me on Just a Thought. And uh, we'll do this again sometime soon. Yes, we will. That was a good conversation. That thank was you. Conversation we be having, girl. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, have yeah. I have a good time having deep talk. And I just, I don't want interviews to feel like all of them. I just want you, I want and the you- guests to have a different experience because quite frankly, there's so much more to people than just you surface junkie talk. So hit the nail on the head. <laughs> this was an amazing interview. It was great energy, but also that it was very thoughtful. You could tell that you um, really are passionate about what you do, and you put a lot of thought and you care. Yeah, that's, that's what it says. So I appreciate that. I received that today. I'm like, oh, good. Somebody, <laughs> they really care. I don't even know her like that. She care for real. I love it. I do. I so do. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I appreciate your work and your and, and what you do as well um, to give platforms and opportunities to people like myself to share that other part of us. So I really, really blessings to you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for, for sharing your platform. Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sharina Cole, in association with Sharina Cole Media and the Say It Loud Podcast Network. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio.com. And make sure that you subscribe, share, and rate us. And also, tell a friend. You can follow the Just a Thought Podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter, same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole, S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. It's just a thought, just a thought, it's my opinion, it's just a thought, just a thought, get out your feelings.